0: Welcome to Heroes in History. I'm Dreema. And I'm Maddie. This episode is a special Tiny Tales episode. Uh, Tiny Tales episodes are a new type of episode where we will give you smaller myths and storylines that we aren't able to fit into our regularly scheduled ones or that aren't about some of your big names we haven't been able to cover. Uh, just as a disclaimer,
1: this episode will touch on more instances of sexual assault I really wish this was not a disclaimer that we have to put in so much, but unfortunately that's just not really how this mythology is. So we will always give you guys a heads up in the episode opening, though. Okay. The first myth that I want to cover today is the story of Callisto. Ooh. This myth I specifically got it from a translation of Ovid's Metamorphoses. Cool. We will put the specific translation in the episode description for you guys, so if you want to go and read it, you're more than welcome to. We encourage it. You should read books. <laughs> 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 so, because of that though, I will be using the Roman names for the gods in this myth. In this myth Actually, there are two myths in this episode, and I will be using Roman names for both of them because both of the myths that I used are both from Ovid's Metamorphoses. So, so covering
0: Greco-Roman. Absolutely. Cool, like, exactly. We might... Uh, I isn't... will let you know yeah.
1: what, who they are yeah. in the Greek version, how we've covered them. And there are a couple of gods that we have not covered yet, Yeah, but they're really big names and we're
0: going to cover them in the next couple of weeks, so yeah. it'll work out. And I feel like just the Greek names in general are more well known. Exactly. So, do we need some refreshments before oh, we start? Oh my god, of course we do. How could I almost forget? I don't know, it's your thing too. All right.
1: Three, two, one. Yeah, you can do a countdown? I, I mean, it takes away the element of surprise.
0: They never know when it's coming. Fine. Oh, I fucked it. No! Told me to take away the countdown, you know? Yeah. I surprised you. This is
1: the uh, last episode of this podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We actually cannot speak to each other now. Nope. Nope. you are gonna have to move out. It sucks, man. (laughs) Ha fuck.
1: Not really, guys. It's actually April Fool's Day. We're really fucking with you all. Uh,
0: Damn, I really don't know my days. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I'm months ahead or behind. Behind? (laughs) Ahead? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. (laughs)
1: Now that we've already gone off on a tangent, 45 minutes into attempting to start this episode. Not 45. 25. 25. Callisto. Callisto. Was a young maiden. Who loved to live amongst the wild creatures in the mountains and the woods as Diana's favorite follower. Ooh. Diana is the Roman name for the Greek goddess Artemis. Our girly. Yes, we are covering her soon. Yes, we are. She's gonna have a whole overview episode for her and her brother Apollo. Now, when I say that she's Diana's favorite follower, yes,
0: I mean she's her favorite follower. Ooh, am I am I feeling some tension? There is some romantic spark. Some tension.
1: Uh, technically. You know, there's a lot of reading between the lines kind of thing going on. It's not like any of these writers outright said, nah, these girls were fucking.
0: Yeah. Which, you know, kind of makes me a little sad because they don't have an issue saying it with like Zeus. Right, right. We have no problem finding
1: out when Zeus sticks his dick in anything. Yeah. But in a lot of interpretations of this myth, Diana and Callisto are infamously known. For having a relationship together. Cute. Yeah, it's really sweet and innocent for now. Oh. It gets so much worse. Well,
0: because is it Artemis that's also technically like a virginal goddess? Yes, she is.
1: Artemis. Yeah, uh, and according to uh, the mythology and some certain theories on it, this actually really works because um, technically they get together, but they never get married. Oh. Ah, and so that's to all it
0: her vow, it works. Okie dokie. I want to find the actual vow. Like that'd a be recording. definitely really cool. If there's a recording somewhere. Of like one of the cults yeah. that had the vow. Yeah. I don't know, but we should find
1: out. That'd be fun yeah. to cover. Yeah. If we could find it, or even just to know. So, now one day, while Callisto is in the woods doing her maiden huntress duties... She's like separated from the party, mm-hmm. but you know she's still out hunting. She's still out doing everything that Diana is asking her to do. Mm-hmm. Someone takes
0: notice of her. Oh, you want to guess? Oh god, I don't. It's an easy answer. Is it? Is it who I think it is? Oh, it's
1: absolutely who you think it is. Who takes notice of just random uh, people walking around on the planet? It's Zeus, isn't it? She- <laughs> yep. yep. Otherwise known as Zeus, yep, our main man. Uh, who else would it be? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, main man is a little strong. Yeah, uh, you know, got I, 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 don't. I don't have an answer for that. I just That's don't. That's fair. You would help that Jupiter, knowing who Callisto is, seeing her, recognizing this relationship, would realize that she's devoted to Diana.
0: And therefore would leave her the fuck alone. He can't even leave a different species alone. Why would he care? You know I, I don't <laughs> have an answer to that one either. Uh, you know normally?
1: Like little uh little quick witted Quick witted, that's the term. Big girl vocabularies, yes. big girl words. Uh Normally quick witted is my, my thing. I like those, but I have nothing. I have nothing for that. I don't have a response. Jupiter is Jupiter. That's the way he rolls. Yeah.
0: They see me rollin'. <laughs>
1: just cause I'm in the form of a bird. I don't actually know what the rhythm is to that next line,
0: so that's what you Trying got. Trying to catch me red and dirty. Catch me red and <riding> dirty. <laughs> How did I forget that? <sighs> How did I remember that more than you? Or more than me? Anyways.
1: Sorry for all of the uh, dog's ears that
0: I just annihilated. (laughs) When she became a a teapot? Teapot. Yeah, you guys say I become a teapot. She does. She does kind of become a teapot. (laughs) It's fine.
1: (laughs) Regardless, I think Callisto alone, despite the fact that she's clearly in a very devoted... S- uh, situation with Diana. It's just not his style. Yeah. So instead, Jupiter devises a foolproof plan.
0: Of course he does. His plans go so well. but uh, this, I actually kind of mean it. Zeus actually has more of a good plan track record than I feel like he should. Most of his relatives? Th- that too. Yes. Yeah. So Jupiter
1: decides to meet Callisto in the woods. Callisto so doesn't realize that this is Jupiter Of course she doesn't What he, he turned himself into to trick her Is it a bull? I mean that's an excellent <laughs> guess It is It is not a bull For like one of the first times in Greek mythology It's not a bull
0: Um a deer No Cause that'd be real fucked no, Seeing no. As how that's it, one of Diana's really symbols It really would Uh no it's actually even worse
1: Jupiter has disguised himself As his daughter Diana Oh,
0: my God, that is worse.
1: Oh, yeah. And, oh, of course, this doesn't raise any alarms for Callisto, right? This is her goddess, her yeah. leader, her patroness, if you will, her her objectively sometimes debated girlfriend. Yeah. Like, this doesn't seem odd to her at all. Of course Diana is coming to her. Yeah. So Jupiter starts putting on the moves as Diana And Callisto is into it. But there's not, there's not, like, a thing, there's not a point where it's like, oh, she pushes her away asking, what the fuck are you doing? No, Uh, the description is along the lines of, like, Diana, Jupiter disguises Diana, leans in and kisses her, and Callisto continues on with their conversation as they were after, like, it's very clear that this is not something that is taking her by surprise. Yeah. This is not a shock. It seems when you read it to be something she's clearly comfortable with. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I don't understand how it's a big debate but whatever. It's fine. (laughs) The only problem is uh, after a few minutes Jupiter realizes like alright. Alright. This is working. Yeah. Cause I'm a son of a bitch. I've got her guard down. Turns back into himself. Takes advantage of Callisto. And takes her right there in the middle of the woods
0: ah uh,
1: yes, yep, yep, uh-huh, Callisto is obviously horrified yeah she's she's terrified at what has just happened, she doesn't know what's going on. she feels obviously betrayed, yeah, after the attack, Jupiter just flies right back into the sky and leaves Callisto alone in the woods where he found her. Like like it never happened. He just gets up, walks away, and pretend pretended nothing ever happened. Oh my fuck. Yeah. Now keep in mind Callisto is usually right there with Diana and her other followers. Yeah. So very quickly Callisto hears the calling of Diana, calling out to her. Mm -hmm. She attempts to flee. She is terrified this is Zeus trying to trap her, Jupiter, trying Mm -hmm. to trap her again. Yeah. But as she's gathering her things, like her bow, Mm -hmm. her... Her quiver? Quiver! (laughs) I play d and D. I know this. what this is called. <laughs> As she grabs her bow, she grabs her quiver. She's attempting to get her things. She then sees that there are other followers of Diana with her this time. And she realizes that this is the true Diana. So she rejoins the hunting party. She attempts to hide this shamefulness that she now feels. Mm-hmm. Because despite the fact that this is very clearly non-consensual, she feels, that, I mean, her vow of chastity yes. is broken.
0: Yeah. She has the typical, oh, my God, did I do something to bring this upon me feeling after getting sexually assaulted. Yeah, right. And I don't want to say typical to downplay it, but, like, it's very common feeling to have. Yes, it's the extremely common response that happens.
1: And because, I mean, and it even is awful as it, I'm not trying to justify it, but it makes sense in the way that they describe it. That she feels as though she's done something wrong, because I feel like this is a very common, like, concept that we, not that we put on survivors, but, or victims, or survivors, I want to say survivors. Yeah. But that I feel like a lot of times survivors feel where it's, well, I can't talk about this because this is something I did wrong. Yeah. So she finds this. Yeah. She doesn't inform Diana of this. She doesn't tell any of the other, like, naiads and nymphs and- hmm Those that follow Diana. She keeps this to herself. Yeah. And all the while, she goes back to her normal life.
0: What goes wrong?
1: Well, this this works for a while. Uh, One might even say approximately eight moons. Mm. However, her plan of hiding her attack has a little bump in the road. Or maybe better described as a little bump in the belly. Yeah. Callisto has become pregnant by the god with the universe's most potent
0: sperm. I swear to fuck anything he walks near gets pregnant. Yes,
1: yes, I, yeah, I... <laughs> it's true. Uh, and I... that's not even the only god that that is um relevant about. There's several instances where cum just creates things. Yeah, we've already Estradi-ty.
0: talked about. <laughs> i was gonna say we've already talked about a few. Right.
1: Now, one day, Diana and her maidens find a beautiful, clear swimming hole. Also, there's one thing—just a little, little tidbit I'm throwing in here. Uh, I've learned that uh, watering holes, swimming holes, little ponds—they're the most dangerous places to be in Greek mythology yeah. ever. Yeah, don't go near them. Yeah, I don't. I don't care how idyllic and and, and beautiful it looks. No, don't go near it. They're it's a, a trap. trap. Something's going to happen to you. Yeah. In your story ends horrendously. Yeah. <laughs> Diana informs all of her girls that this is a safe space. You know, like, this is, they're here enclosed. Uh, Her brother can't see them. There's, like, like, the tree canopy. Like, it's great. So, she informs all the girls that they are to get in and bathe with her. Pretty typical of Diana and her huntresses. This is a perfectly normal thing that they do. Yeah. So, as everyone's stripping down, climbing into the water, Callisto strips her clothing. Before getting into the water, Diana yells out to Callisto not to get in because she's going to pollute the water and essentially realizes in that moment by looking at Callisto's belly that she is pregnant. Oh, uh, the no. vow has been broken. And she exiles Callisto from her presence. What the fuck? Yeah uh yeah, doesn't even talk to her no this is this is not a uh this is not a women supporting women thing. This is just a wow, you fucked it or someone, and that's not okay, so it's uh not ideal, so I like to imagine their relationship from before all of this where there's just these cute little girlfriends running through the woods,
0: yeah, let our women love their women, yeah exactly,
1: exactly. Now, you might be thinking, "Wow, that's a myth where Jupiter attacks an innocent woman, and Juno or Hera, in her Greek form,
0: doesn't punish the woman for it. We're waiting for it. I'm just waiting for it.' I'm wrong if you thought this, though. yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, Juno has simply been waiting until Callisto gives birth to her son Arcus, okay. Uh Hera saw the whole Juno, you know? Hera Juno, you know? whatever. Saw the whole thing happen and she has been biding her time. She saw she saw it doesn't wreck her out, and she didn't doesn't do yes. anything. She didn't do anything about it. Okay. Uh also doesn't inform Artemis of the full or Diana of the full story. Lovely. And just lets it go. Lovely. She's simply biding her time until Callisto gives birth. Now considering what she does next to her, I will at least give her The credit for waiting until her child was not, had been born. Like, until her child had been born. Okay. Juno comes down to Callisto. Because Callisto's simply living in the woods at this point. You know what I mean? She's been trained to do this. She knows how to do this, but she's on her own. Juno comes down, screams some terrible atrocities at her. Oh, great. Oh, horrible horrible things, and then proceeds to brutally attack Callisto. Lovely. Specifically, she rips her forward by her hair onto her hands and knees, and from this position, Callisto begins her transformation into a bear.
0: Callisto becomes a bear.
1: Callisto becomes, becomes, a, bear. A, bear. becomes a bear. She becomes a bear. She
0: becomes a bear. Okay.
1: She, yeah. That's, uh, okay. Yeah. So, now the the good thing is, that's it. That happens to her then. Like, that's that's her punishment. Oh, I and mean, it's not a good thing. What happens to her kid? He, he, he we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So, okay. so Callisto does live her life as a bear. She wanders the woods, no problem. Yeah. Well, we are going to fast forward a little bit. Okay. Uh, Approximately 15 years. Okay. When Callisto's son, Arcus has been assuredly growing into a very well-adjusted young man, right? I mean, oh, there's, yeah. There's no possible way there's anything wrong with this kid. Now, it does state that he's not aware of the situation that happened with his mother.
0: So he doesn't know that it's closed He doesn't up. know anything that's happening.
1: Okay. He, he doesn't know that his mother was turned into a bear. As far as I'm aware, he doesn't know that his mother was a lover of Diana. He doesn't know that Zeus is his father. Correct. He does know... That he loves to hunt. And he
0: spends oh, his day.
1: Oh, God. Oh, no. As a hunter in the woods. Oh, no. Where he was born. Oh, no. And one day, he comes upon a bear. Uh, and they both stop dead in their tracks. Yeah, I can imagine why. Yeah. This bear is his mother. Yeah. And she does recognize him. Yeah. How you ask, I don't know. Maybe she's the mother's intuition. Over him. Yeah. I don't know if it's like she's watching over him. But she does. He, however, does not recognize her. Again, he's not aware of her fate. She begins to move closer to him. You know, she's she's seeing her son for the first time. To her, you know, this is what she has left. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, you know, it's a f- fucked up situation. So I, I can understand her getting this attachment and being like, Oh my god, that that's that's the baby. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my baby. My baby. Like I need him. Yeah, so she begins to move closer to him, and he goes, "Oh, I know exactly what to do in this situation. I'm a strong fifteen-year-old man." He throws a javelin right towards her heart.
0: Fuck me. Okay. But. I like the butt. You also like the butt. <laughs> the the butt is nice. Oh butt. Oh butt. Yes. Yes. Except for that
1: butt that got Nemo almost killed. Don't like that butt. That's probably not the best butt. No, it wasn't the best butt. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, But, with what little humanity that exists in Jupiter, he sees this go down. And he deflects the blow from actually striking Callisto. He also recognizes
0: that this is probably all his fucking fault. Oh, really? He actually has a moment of somewhat clarity. Yeah, kind. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sure. <laughs> so he has a great idea to fix. Oh, or again, no another God. foolproof plan. Uh, he pulls them both from the earth and places them in the sky as constellations. Yep. yep. Ursa Major and Ursa Minor.
0: That's, yep. Uh, someone's causing me issues, so I'm gonna make them a constellation. That's pretty and, like, makes it okay, right? Yeah, I totally destroyed this perfectly happy and healthy relationship that was going on. And then, and then, like she got pregnant, and then had a child, and then, like my wife, kind of, you know, turned her into a bear. But I didn't want her to die because then I'd be really guilty, right? So I'll just technically,
1: technically, she consented, right? Because like she kissed Diana, yeah, but as but it was me. It doesn't matter that I didn't tell her, right? It doesn't matter that I. It doesn't matter that I pretended to be. Her lover.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and it doesn't matter that like then I transformed into myself and took her against her will, um. But like I'll just make her into like as a collection of pretty stars, and that'll make it exactly mine. it'll all work out. It'll yeah. all be fine. Yeah, And instead of like informing her son about like what's going on and why yeah, he should not just going to like pluck
1: him from his life at fifteen years old and stick yeah. him in the sky, yeah. yeah, for all eternity. Yeah, yeah, cool. So that's Ursa Major and Ursa Minor. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, well, that's fucked. In case you've never looked at these constellations for everyone. They have tails. They have tails? They don't have little, little, like, cute little, like, nub tails. I couldn't think of the word nub. I kept wanting to say nubbin. That's a third nipple. It's not a tail. My God, I never thought I'd say nubbin on this show. Uh no, it's they don't have little nub tails. They have full ass, like golden retriever furry tails on these constellations. Well, what are these constellations like what do they look like? I will post a picture on our Instagram as well for this. But let me show you a picture now. Marvelous. Two bears. With tails. With tails. With big tails. Yes! Huge fluffy golden retriever-looking ass tails. I don't think bears have they don't have tails like that. No. No. They're all
0: nubs. Yes, they have nubbin butts. I don't think nubbin is the one you mm-hmm. want. I don't think nubbin's the one you're looking for. <laughs> That's not, but
1: nubbin butts is a funny oh, word. Oh god, funny phrase. We just need to publish a dictionary one day. We do. <laughs> no, they have nubbutts. Uh, they don't have tails like that. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty sure there's a story behind that as to how they lost those tails. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you not like the term nub butts. I need to know. It just... You're the one that came up with the word trush. Oh, yeah. Because trush is a cool word. I think butts is a cool phrase. Cool. You hated trush, so... I did hate trush, but I, I also like... loved trush. At least I had mixed feelings about trush.
0: I don't know what to tell you, man.
1: <laughs> that means it's time to move on to the next myth. Oh, my gosh. So... I say that way too much. But next, we're going to cover the myth, one of the myths, of hermaphroditus or hermaphroditus. I like didis because I think it's fun to say. Ooh. So that's what I'm going with. Don't you? <laughs> Once upon a time, Mercury, or Hermes, as Ooh. he is known in Greek, and Venus, otherwise known as Aphrodite. Love her. The child together. Hermes is an Interesting. Yeah, yeah, like a whole setup that I feel like so many people don't know happened. No. Yeah. No. They they have a child together. He was raised by naiads in a cave on Mount Ida. Okay. They did not. They did not raise him, uh, despite the fact that he was, god. Yeah. All he, gods. He was actually a god.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, he, both of his parents were gods. So, yeah. He was. not like, like uh, no. He wasn't like a demigod or anything. No, yeah. He was no. an actual god. They were and they both went... really
1: busy with their jobs and they just that's, dropped him off to fair. a full-time nanny. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, no judgment.
0: Yeah. It's okay. No judgment. judgment. <laughs>
1: uh, now upon turning 15. Ah, the magic number. Magic number. Where shit in this goes episode, down. Right. Hermaphroditus went out to make his own way in the world. He is the textbook definition of, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed.
0: He is so... He is the definition of the fool. He is... Yeah. Uh, he is naive. He is looking at the sky. Oh, my god. And he doesn't yes. see the cliff he's about to fall down. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's just the tarot card,
1: the fool. So... He is said to be incredibly handsome... These very obvious features from both of his parents. So you can very clearly tell, like if you see Hermes and Aphrodite or Mercury and Venus, you can very much so tell that Hermaphroditus is their son. Okay. On his journey out into the world, he travels and he actually sees a lot. Like he gets, he goes through some towns, he gets to see ocean and mountain and trees, all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. But eventually, he comes upon a perfectly clear pool of water. Oh, no. I want you to know that when I read the description of this water, I wanted nothing more than to jump in myself. Like, this sounds, again, very Eden-like. Yeah. Like, this is what I would imagine a a paradise-looking location. Too good to be true. Yeah, if it's Greek mythology and there's a pool of water, run the fuck away. If there's
0: something beautiful, don't go near it and don't be it. Don't emulate it. yeah. Beauty is a death sentence. <laughs> in, in Greek mythology, it sure as hell is. Yeah.
1: despite how safe and beautiful this place looked, it was the home of a not-so-typical Nyad Okay. named Salmachus. Sal- Salmachus, that's a name. Or Salmachus. Now, Salmachus is notorious in the naiad community for being full of herself. <laughs> so much so that she is actually the only naiad sister of her, like, Brood. They have like 12 kids a batch, so yeah, I'm I call them a brood. Clan. Yeah. That was not a devout follower of Diana. Oh, okay. She wouldn't pick up a bow or arrow to save her life. Uh, this was not her thing. She spent all of her days bathing, using her pool as a mirror, combing her hair, making sure her outfits were perfect. So
0: she was like an Aphrodite Nyad. Uh, kinda, yeah. She should have linked up with her. Yes. Now, it just so happens that she spots Hermaphroditus before
1: he spots her. Mm-hmm. So she very quickly readies herself, makes sure she looks per- looks perfect. Of course, of course. I you mean, know, he's beautiful. Gotta impress. Right, exactly. And rushes to her side, his side. Rushes to his side. I gotcha. She starts flooding him with compliments about how beautiful he is. And if he's a god, then he absolutely must be Cupid. How lucky his siblings must be to be related to him. I'm not gonna lie, it gets really super fucking creepy, because at one point, she even goes so far as to say that his mother is lucky to have had him suckle from her breast.
0: Oh. That's a way you could put that. That's, oh, That's a compliment yeah. that you that's, could, in fact, say. That's a
1: statement you can sure make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like that would have been, I don't even know what I would do if someone said that to me.
0: I I don't have a reaction for that. No. I Just kind of the, a blank face of the fuck? D- what the fuck did you just say to me? What <laughs> string of words did you just put together? Right, right.
1: So she then starts to tell him how lucky his betrothed must be if he has one. And then she immediately follows this up with, but if he doesn't. She begs to be his bride and immediately wants to go to bed with him. Good gods. All right. Hermaphroditus is immediately blushing. I mean, he, he doesn't, doesn't know what the fuck this yeah. is. She, he doesn't know what she means. Yeah. He's 15 years old. He's been raised in a cave on a mountain. Yeah. He doesn't know anything. Yeah. It's he's literally described as being so innocent that he doesn't even really know, like, what she's talking about or what love really is. Yeah. He's
0: like, um, I guess you can share my bed with me, but it'd be be a bit crowded. Yeah, like <laughs> I
1: I mean, cuddles are cool, but like, what are you talking? Everyone yeah. loves
0: cuddles. It's like, why why are we why does this seem like such a big thing? Kinda.
1: Then she goes on to beg him for even just a kiss, even if it's just a sisterly kiss. On the cheek? I don't know. That's the description that I got. That's the description you get. Interesting. She, uh, who knows what the Greeks meant by, or
0: the Romans meant by sisterly kiss. I mean, like, oh. she. I guess she was just taking any form of affection she could get at that point. At this point, he looks at her and
1: tells her, back the fuck off or I'm leaving and I'm never coming back. Yeah, I will abandon you right here and now. I mean, it's not And really you will ab- never see me again. It's totally abandoned. No, it's not. But she's attached enough.
0: Oh, the, god.
1: you know, sure seems like it, right? To her, yes. Yeah. So she pretends to go away. She's like, yep, this is all yours, fine, have your privacy, I'll go away. Yeah.
0: She doesn't go away, does she? No, she goes and hides in the bushes. Of course she does. This,
1: this is the other thing that everyone does in Greek and Yeah. You yeah. hide in the bushes. Fucking don't trust the bushes. No, never trust the bushes, or the pond, or anyone. Yeah. <laughs> or bulls or bulls. don't trust bulls.
0: Don't don't trust most birds. No. Uh, <laughs> some bears are okay, but only if you're related to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, don't. Don't don't really trust anything in Greek mythology. No. Now, because he's young, he's naive. He believes her. He believes that he is alone and he decides that he wants to go for a dip in the water. He's like, "You know, this is beautiful. It's fresh. It looks Glorious. He dips yeah. his toes in. He's like, mm, nice temperature. Perfect. Perfect perfect water. for a mid-afternoon swim. I have no proof that this was in the mid-afternoon. Uh, <laughs> so he strips down and he climbs into the pool. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's what a young, naive child would do because yeah. that's who he
0: is. This is a fucking child. Yeah, I mean, in the woods, where else are you gonna be? Right. And also, he believes that she would actually do what she said. Seeing that hermaphroditus is
1: now naked, Uh, sends Salmachus into a frenzy. And that is not my word. Frenzy is not my word.
0: Oh my.
1: She decides, fuck consent, I will have him now. Uh, She also strips naked and dives into the pond after him. uh, She latches herself onto him and he is unable to get away. It is also described in the translation that I read, not an exact quote, but it is described that she latches onto him the same way that a bird of prey would latch and be, uh, have its prey unable to exa- escape from its grip. Oh. It's horrible. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> Fucking awful. awful. It's awful. Yeah. At one point, she even goes so far as to tell him that he can fight all he wants. But she will not let go of him.
0: She will have him. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Right? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with people? I know. I know. Right? I mean, what is wrong with Niab and gods? Right?
1: thought humans were bad, guys. Don't go on a trip to old Greek town. Jesus, fuck. Well, I wonder where I mean, we learned Go to it. Greece, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> Don't go to Greek mythology.
0: Yeah. Don't take a time... Don't take a little trip down Greek mythology lane. No. It's not safe. Nothing
1: safe. It really safe. isn't. So Salmakis prays outwardly to any gods who will listen that they may never be separated again. And What happens next? I can't decide. I mean, it's definitely, like, fucked up. Yeah. But I can't decide if the reason that the unnamed gods... Because they don't they didn't want to polarize the decision, or if it is because it's not necessarily meant to be seen as a reward for her or a punishment for him. Or if it's sort of like this is what we could do with the situation at the time. Yeah. Maybe it was like this is what was in my power to do. Yeah. Maybe this was a way of helping him at least get away from her in whatever way he they he could. Yeah. But they answer. Okay. Hermaphroditus and Selmachus are combined into one androgynous being. Okay. Neither face nor genitals entirely their own anymore. Okay. After the transformation, Hermaphroditus climbs out of the pond and prays. Yeah. This is why I personally have a small theory that this is not necessarily meant to be the worst outcome. Yeah. Because from everything that we can tell, despite the fact that they have been merged into one being, hermaphroditus appears to have 100% control over the body
0: afterwards. I mean, I guess... I don't want to say that that's a good scenario, because it's definitely right, not... It's definitely not a good scenario, but that's what makes me think,
1: like, maybe this was sort of these unnamed gods' answer to, you didn't deserve this kid. I'm sorry, yeah, this is what but we can this do. is what we can do with this situation. Yeah, so he climbs out, prays to his parents, okay that Any man who climbs into the pool from that moment on will also become more androgynous. Oh, okay. Their parents then poured in what was described as a neutering tincture. a neutering tincture, solidifying the power of the water. Okay. There are other versions of this myth where Hermaphroditus actually works alongside Cupid, and they have their own pair of beautiful, like, wings. Yeah. But in every myth, Hermaphroditus is the first intersex person that we have confirmation of in this mythology. Cool. And from what I can tell, the going into this lake afterwards in this mythology is not necessarily seen as a punishment. Yeah. So I like that it's really intersex- Positive,
0: yeah, at least in the outcome, yeah, it, it. it doesn't so what you're saying is like from the myth that you read, it doesn't seem like hermaphroditus looks at this as a punishment, he looks at this right. as it's a, sort of just okay like, it it this solved my problem, this solved my situation, and I'm cool with this, yes, yeah, and this is actually also
1: not the only um story where well, this is not the only myth in Greek mythology. Greco-Roman mythology where we see intersex yeah trans gender fluidity yeah between people. And I just I feel like at the end of the day I do appreciate the ending in the sense of doesn't seem like he's necessarily like they are necessarily angry at the end. Yeah. But that it was more of this is what I want this to do now. Mhm. And it didn't necessarily seem to me that it was a rage call, like a, yeah, it a very was a rash decision. This yeah. was, you know what, this happened to me here, I want you to mark this, and this is now a thing that this does. That's kind of cool. I do like that. Now, maybe I'm just reading into it in a way, like with my own bias, that I yeah. want it to read, but I didn't think it sounded like a anyone, any man who ever walks into this
0: pond is now punished. Yeah. That doesn't really seem... It doesn't really sound at least. Yeah. Like that's how he they reacted. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay.
1: He they said they're not great, but they are also not some of the worst ones that we hear about. Yeah. Which is Greek awful. Mythology... the middle of the the middle of the second myth is a horrible. I yeah. I never
0: want to read anything like
1: that again. No. Uh,
0: <laughs> but Greek mythology is a lot of tragedy-based mythology. <laughs> like it a lot is. of horrible shit goes down.
1: And I feel like that's something, like, as much as there is a lot of good in Greek mythology that we like, and there's a lot of grandeur, there is, you can't take
0: the good without the bad. Yeah. And there's a lot of fucked up shit that goes down.
1: Right. And that's true in actual history Yeah, that's true everywhere. Yeah. So it's not... I don't know. As awful as it sounds, I don't want it to be, like, assumed that we're being Debbie Downers about a lot of stuff. But this is the way that it's written. This is the way that That we think they told it. Yeah. And, unfortunately, you have to take the bad with the good.
0: Yeah. Good news? They had
1: some hella, in, like, they had some hello representation for people in the LGBTQIA community. That is
0: good. Most of them just have horribly tragic stories. That is not as good. We right. don't like that. Yeah. I would personally not like to be no. turned into a bear. No. <laughs> same. Same. Uh... But, you know, at least it shows that it was there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not, like, non-existent. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening to our first Tiny Tales episode. Uh, More special content will be coming out periodically alongside our regular content as time goes on. Make sure to go and follow us on Insta at Heroes and History Pod
1: and on Twitter at Hero History Pod recently got put up on apple podcast as well so keep in mind the more reviews the more like you guys get our names out there the more content we can bring you
0: the more we can justify taking time away from other jobs exactly (laughs) and i don't know getting you some better sound quality (laughs) which i would personally love to do (laughs) editing some better sound quality would be magnificent yeah Uh, But yeah, hope to see you there. We'll keep letting you know as we get closer. And don't forget, try not to piss off any gods.